Good day to you, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Film Focus, episode 38, The It Review. Good day to you ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of Film Focus. I'm your host, the Hypersonic 55, and I'm glad you decided to join me once again for some film related discussion. And today I get to talk about a film I've been looking forward to for ages. I finally got to see it the other day, opening night, and it was quite an experience. So I get to talk to you about it in this non-spoiler review. I could go into spoilers later on, but I don't think I will just because there's, there's certain elements of this film that I feel you need to see fresh in order for you to, you know, just fully take it in. So yeah, before we get into the review, I'm just going to talk about like uh, my perspective of it coming into it before, you know, the film's release. Now, I never saw the IT TV movie, but I heard about it from numerous amounts of people over the years. Um, whether they be like you know the online um, people that I follow when it comes to like you know film news and like you know reviews and stuff like that or if it's just you know some older people that I know whether they're like you know friends of my family or like my parents and stuff like that either way I was aware of it I've seen images Tim Curry as Pennywise looked pretty creepy and pretty weird but the TV movie, I think if I had seen it as a child, I probably would share the same sort of fears and, you know, was it, oh my god, the, the TV show, movie thing was so good. Um, but for me, I was just like, uh, I just never had the interest because, you know, one, it's a in the area horror, horror and I don't do horror. Anybody who knows me knows I don't do horror unless I'm compelled by the cast or, you know, certain good word of mouth. But... Essentially, the TV movie, I never watched it just because I never had the interest, and now that I'm an older geezer, looking at it from the outside in, it just doesn't look like it would hold up for me. I'm just looking at it, and I'm like, the Tim Curry stuff looks good, but this film looks kind of dopey and silly, and um, half of the scares and horror stuff just wouldn't like you know apply to me now. Um, so when they had this... Uh, second adaptation in the works, I was like, uh, I don't know. And then the first image of Pennywise came out, I was like, uh, this looks kind of stupid. I don't like his costume, and he just looks, he looks kind of creepy, but I don't know if this is going to, I don't know if this much of a dramatic change from the uh, Tim Curry Pennywise is that necessary. But it was all, all my negative thoughts, or like, you know, trepidation about the film was uh, nullified when I saw the first trailer for it. I was like, you know what, this is actually pretty creepy. And then when that next trailer came out, when uh, you could just hear like uh, Georgie saying like, you know, is it your float too? Good gravy, that stuck in my mind for ages. So ever since then, and you know, with the marketing afterwards, I was just like, bruv, I need, I need to see it. It looked great, the trailers looked good, the cast looked solid, and the scares in the trailer looked pretty solid as well. So I'm like, okay, I'm ready, I'm ready. So I went to see the film the other night, and you know what? It was pretty good. Not 
perfect but still worth a watch and I'm going to tell you why in this review so as per usual I'm going to go about and talk about the story characters presentation and then just give me give you my overall thoughts at the end so sit back relax and we'll get through this whole thing yeah so when it comes to the story it can be described as the following in the town of Derry where a number of children have disappeared a group of children band together to discover the mysteries behind their town and also try to figure out how to destroy an evil clown that has been terrorizing them and that is the summary of the plot without going into the area spoilers now I'm gonna try and be as vague as possible with the story because even though there's a number of people that have read the book or have seen the TV movie there are a number of changes that I've heard and read about so just if you want to see the film for yourself I want you to go about and uh, well firstly don't see too many of the trailers maybe just watch one or if you're really like you know was it uh, so inclined just don't watch any of the trailers because some of the elements that you see in the trailers do ruin or hamper some of the surprises that the film has but anyway as someone who doesn't really like horror films I really like this film and while it's not perfect it gave me almost everything I wanted to see in this film and then some the interesting thing about it is it's not a conventional horror film uh, sure it has horror elements in there but it leans more into the sort of psychological horror side of things more so in the thriller side of things actually but on top of those elements it's more of a coming of age film meshed in with a horror film and sometimes it's sort of just like one part is horror one part is coming of age but sometimes they sort of cross over in certain ways and it's interesting just seeing the way in which this film came together and I know that this is obviously based on really strong source material but the way in which the uh, filmmakers were able to translate it into an enjoyable film that even if you're not aware of the source material it just seems to come across in a really interesting manner. I enjoyed learning about the history of the town of Derry and seeing how the sort of mythology of this world was starting to come together. I enjoyed the tone, the atmosphere and one thing I'll say straight off the bat when you see this film the first I think was it five to ten minutes of it was fabulous. I felt the fear, the dread, the mystery, tension, suspense. It painted a wonderfully dark and creepy and just disturbing atmosphere and it set you up for the rest of the film in such a wonderful way. That that was some of the most captivating, like you know, opening minutes of a film I've ever seen. Um, it worked really well. What follows after that is a film that, for the most part, still delivers on what was promised when you started watching the film at the, in the beginning. But I feel like certain elements just don't come together in the way in which I thought they would. And for a horror film, I was expecting maybe some more scares. That's not to say that it isn't scary. Like, uh, let's just get that out of the way. Is it scary? Yes and no. It depends on your, you know, scare threshold. For me, I've realized in recent years that I actually have a bigger threshold for fear than I thought I did. I'm still susceptible to jump scares like a little wuss, but um, there are films that I've seen that I've been able to survive and I'm just fine. Like last year when I went to see uh, Don't Breathe and The Blair Witch, 
those films were great I had a great time and the scares in those films I definitely think were scarier than this one um, so I'm just like oh okay so it has some genuine scares don't get me wrong but some of those scares were definitely ruined by the marketing some of those trailers showed you far too many of some of these key sequences so when the when you're watching it in the film you're just like oh I see what's coming I know that this scene is coming because I saw it in the trailer so that definitely nullified a lot of these scary moments and I feel like some of these scares that were implemented in this film if they had just had maybe a split second quicker it was all about the timing and I feel like some of the timing was just a little slow if some of these scares were hit with like maybe a split second quicker it would have made a lot of difference with some of these uh, sequences especially with Pennywise but the scares for the most part they're good and um, I think I preferred some of these scares that were more atmospheric that you know had a bigger lead up to you know the main punchline of the scare uh, but otherwise yeah the film is scary just not nearly as scary as I thought it'd be um, and I think it also doesn't help that some of the scary sequences in the film um, had some unintentional like you know humor to it there's certain sequences with Pennywise where he's meant to be doing something scary but it comes across as funny and there were certain moments in the film where at least with my screening, there were people laughing when there were, you know, these sort of moments of terror that's supposed to be happening. So I guess that didn't help. Um, and I understand that like, Pennywise is a goofy kind of guy. So some of this stuff was intentional, but some of it I don't think was meant to be <laughs> taken in the way in which that it was. But anyway, outside of the horror element, I did just enjoy the whole coming of age aspect of this film because you got to focus on these uh, main children, uh, seeing them individually, seeing their struggles, uh, their aspirations, seeing them, you know, bounce off each other, just being children, um, you know, using coarse language and uh, hanging out just in school time and summertime and stuff like that is great. Um, and obviously, while I'm, you know, obviously a guy of the English variety, so, you know, growing up in school was a heck of a lot different than it is in American schools, um, I could definitely sense that, you know, feeling of, you know, relatability to these kids um, as they were hanging out and doing what they were doing. So I thought the way in which they portrayed the life and times of these kids was great. I just like seeing them come together, form a bond, and seeing just the joys and struggles of growing up in school and dealing with issues of being like, you know, was it a social outcast, bullying, abuse, and some of these other things. It was just really, it was handled really realistically, very well. And uh, all these kids were relatable. I liked how uh, young and awkward they were, but they had this great sense of chemistry, naivety, and just the way in which they came together was just, it just felt natural. That's lovely. And I just liked how this film also just used, like, you know, the 15 slash R rating. Things were pretty dark and violent for some of these children, and that was one of the things that surprised me. Um, the violence, while not the most shocking thing I've ever seen, was definitely some of that stuff where you're just like, oh, this film went there. And uh, in a lot of ways, I appreciate that because there's a certain level of shock and surprise that's sort of necessary just to try and like you know was it grab you in and obviously again I didn't read the source material so I don't know how accurate it was to the books but some of the stuff that happens to these children you're just like bloody hell that's pretty messed up but 
I appreciate them for, you know, taking the necessary steps to, you know, implement it in the film in a way that, you know, sort of advances the story and makes you feel for these characters. That was pretty good. And as for the story as a whole, I thought it was pretty solid in, you know, the way in which these uh, characters go on these journeys and then, you know, sort of get closure towards the end. And then, you know, you, by the end of the film, you know that there's going to be a sequel. There just has to be. And I thought the story was good though there were certain points where the pacing felt a little off where there was a sort of like I think maybe a bit of a uh, stop and start nature to it and there's one part of the film where I swear it could have ended I thought it was over and then it just kept going I'm like well that felt incredibly jarring and weird um, but other than that the story was solid so when it comes to the cast they were all great especially with the kids um, they were all really well done. I mean, as a lot of people have said, you know, is it finding good child actors is, you know, a dime a dozen these days. And when you do find a good one or a good set like these lot, you just have to give them praise because they were very engaging. They felt right and they weren't annoying. They just had that right level of engagement. And um, I also have to mention one thing I, did, I forgot to mention in the previous element. That's like uh, the previous. And I have to say one thing I forgot to mention in the story side of things was how funny the film was. It was surprisingly funny and just I didn't expect the amount of humor that was in the film, but it was really good. And that definitely came primarily from the kids. They use so much interesting language and like, you know, references. And it's just like, good gravy. These kids are great. Um, so I will mention a handful of the kids, you know, some of the ones that stood out to me. So Jaden Libra as Bill, you know, the sort of main leader guy. I thought he was really good. It wasn't until I looked it up that I found out he was the same kid from Midnight Special. I'm like, bruv, that guy grew up. He got real tall. Um, but I thought he did a really good job um, bringing these kids together, dealing with his own sort of personal issues. Um, he was just, you know, really solid in the film. Next up is Jeremy Ray Taylor. Ben, that guy was my boy. I felt for the kid. He was so cute and charming and lovely and he's just you feel for the guy he's just he just wants some friends and just seeing how he fits into this whole friend dynamic and just from his introduction it's just like mate this guy is the best and he you just you want to root for this guy more so than any other person in the group he is just my favorite guy um Sophia Willis as Bev was really good as well her backstory was very interesting and it was just cool to see how she handled her material. She was really good. She had a great dynamic with all the rest of the boys. Um, Jack Dylan Grazer as Eddie. My gosh, what a don. This guy, he's so charismatic and crazy. And he just has so many of my favorite moments in the, f in the film as well. But I think, you know, was the, the MVP has to be Finn Wolfhard from Stranger Things as Richie. I knew from Stranger Things, like you know, when I saw when I saw like you know, was it Wolfhard? He was he was gonna be a special guy, like you know, going ahead in like his career. But as Richie, he was just great. Such a 180 from the role that he had in Stranger Things. He was so charismatic, crazy, busting out all these jokes, so obnoxious but so funny at the same time. He was so wonderful. And every time he was on screen, he just made me laugh. He gave me joy. 
great performance. Some of the other characters in the group, which I haven't mentioned, sort of, they still do a good job, but I don't think that they were given the right amount of screen time for their characters to be as developed as the people that I've mentioned beforehand. Um, they sort of just get the short end of the stick, and in some cases with, you know, sort of ensemble cast or just big old groups, there are certain people that are, you know, going to fade into the background a little bit, and that was Mike and the other kid whose name I don't remember, the Jewish one. They still work well as part of the overall dynamic, but they their characters weren't as strong as the children I've mentioned already. And obviously, you can't not talk about the cast without mentioning Bill Skarsgård as it slash Pennywise. His performance was really good. I found it to be very magnetic and engaging. Whenever he was on screen, your eyes were glued to him. And I like how strange, unnerving, and odd he was. He he was partly funny, but he was just a very disturbing character. He knows how to make a lot of really creepy faces, whether he's smiling or just doing that really odd blank stare. He, he, he is just creepy. Uh, I thought for the most part his performance was good, but sometimes there were certain points where he was either talking or doing certain things, and it again had that unintentional funny element rather than it being you know just pure scary and so when it comes to the presentation it was pretty good visually the film had a great use of uh, camera work they did some good stuff with the lighting some interesting camera angles and the muted color scheme in the you know scary sequences was great the uh, camera work was framed in just the right way to make things feel very close, intimate, and claustrophobic at times. Some of the deaths and, you know, was it just violent moments were pretty good. Though, like I said before, I feel like the trailer showed a little too much. And also, with the use of the CGI in the film, I felt at times it did get, it did go a little overboard. Where, um, I know that not everything can be done with practical effects, but I feel like in some cases just some really solid practical effects would have enhanced the film rather than, you know, was it using special effects that you could tell weren't, you know, realistic. And, you know, it's not that the CGI was really bad, it was just, you know, good but not consistent. And the film score by Benjamin Wilfish, is that how you say his name? I'm just going to go with that. Benjamin Wilfish was really good. It really helped elevate the uh, drama in the film. The music was really creepy, emotional, disturbing, and it had some lighthearted moments as well, but overall it was just very unsettling, and it helped work with the footage. And so now it comes down to the conclusion. In the end, it was a really good film. In a lot of ways, everything that I hoped for from the trailers transpired in a really good way. But what really surprised me was the really great performances from the kids and the coming-of-age element of the film, which I think exceeded the horror aspects of the film. And when the tension, atmosphere, and violence is all happening, you know, and it's, you know, all on point, it's really good. But... With that being said though, I feel like the film could have been a lot scarier and at points it was unintentionally funny which undercut the fear factor by a good chunk. But if you're even remotely interested in watching it, check it out in the cinema with a packed crowd, watch it with some friends, don't do what I did and watch it alone because 
even though I didn't find the film like super scary, I have been feeling a little, you know, shook at night when I'm walking around from work in the dark and I'm just feeling like something's gonna come out and get me. Like when I went to see Final Destination 3 back in 2007, bruv, I just couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't be out in the street on my own for a little while, man. Um, but yeah, watch it, it's a solid film. I think you'll like it. And if you have a fear of clowns, go out and watch it because I think your experience will be even scarier. So that's gonna bring another episode of Film Focus to a close. I know this one was a lot shorter than, you know, was it some of my previous episodes, but I feel like my thoughts on it are fairly concise as opposed to some of the other films that I've talked about in, you know, recent times. So yeah, if you would like to get in touch with me, be sure to leave a comment in the comment section below or Holler at me on my Twitter where I am at filmfocus55 or at hypersonic55 or email me at thehypersonic555 at gmail.com. Also check out my blog hypersonic55.wordpress.com where I have a whole load of random written material that you can check out, primarily reviews of TV and film material. So yeah, that is going to bring Film Focus to a close. Thank you for listening. Check us out on SoundCloud and iTunes. Reviews of the five-star nature would be helpful. Thank you. So until the next time, this is the Hypersonic 55 signing out. Peace.